Hello and welcome to another episode of Character Reveal. You guys know the tagline, the show where we reveal people's characters or something like that. As always, it is I, Dom, aka Brother Dom on the internet. And once again, I am joined by my incredible co-host. Would you like to tell the people who you are? Yes, I am the incredible Stephanie. I am Captain Steph on Twitter and the Snow Queer on Tumblr, and we are joined by a lovely guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Oh, hello. <laughs> yes, that's me. <laughs> um, I am Anna Tarkov, and I am uh, one of the hosts of the Unconsolable podcast, uh, which is why I assume I'm here today. <laughs> uh we're you're here because we love talking to interesting people and from what i understand you have interesting facets about your online presence <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh oh okay is that what you understand tell me more <laughs> oh it's um well i've seen you tweet once or twice so that makes mm. you eligible to be a guest <laughs> <laughs> oh that's all it takes huh okay, yeah, no, it low, takes some more low than bar that. low bar <laughs> Unconsolable, for those who don't know, I, I'm aware of it, but we don't want to deprive the lovely listeners of what it is, so would you like to give them a quick rundown? Uh, sure. Um, so, unconsolable is, um, it's a play on word, so it's unconsolable, as I say on th- almost every episode. Um, you know, it's a play on the word inconsolable, uh, which inconsolable is a real word, uh, unconsolable is not. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it's a play on the fact that we are not console or really much of PC gamers, although my co-host Jessica does have a PC capable of playing almost any game. In fact, she even has a five. Uh, so she's got a PC capable of uh, supporting a Vive, which, you know, is like very fancy. Um, <laughs> and uh, me, I don't have any of that. Uh, but basically, we are primarily mobile gamers, and that is what our podcast is about. So it's not just about mobile games per se, although obviously that's what we spend a lot of time talking about. It. It's also um, about kind of gaming from our perspective. Uh, we are two women in our 30s now, um, me slightly deeper into my 30s than Jessica. Uh, and <laughs> we, um, you know, talk about games uh, from the perspective of people who haven't played games all our lives. We really only got more heavily into games within the last um you know three or four years and we've been doing the show for uh, a little over two years now and um so so we have a different perspective than a lot of other podcasts websites etc things about gaming and when we looked out there and didn't really see anybody speaking from our perspective we thought maybe we should so (laughs) awesome that's good i definitely can see the utility of that because playing just some mobile games on my phone here and there there's some really great masterpieces and gems out there mm-hmm. unfortunately the curation systems are not those gems so there's a ton of crap out there yeah <laughs> yeah and we talk about that a lot um and that we yeah, that's a frustration for us as well so you're not alone there yeah it's also i mean it's in the pc space so i'm not here to crap on mobile games or anything it's just <laughs> i'm glad there's somebody who's out there talking no about it's, them. it's worse it is worse on mobile i mean i'm i'm 
prepared to admit that because you know it's slightly more approachable platform to develop for um than than steam or you know so it's uh, while on steam there's that people keep talking about how that's a problem on steam now as well it's still like nowhere near the scope of the app store or the google play store like it's just you know it's a flood Oh, I did not I know that. Yeah, it's it's much it's much worse. Like Steam, I I don't I wish I had the numbers in front of me so I could sound super smart, but I just don't. <laughs> uh, but there, you know, anyone can look them up. Like, um, you know, for what the number of Steam games that are released, let's say in a month or in a given year, or in, you know, it's a high number, but it's not anything compared to like on the App Store. It's like tens of thousands of games get released. In a in a month or in a, you know so it's oh, like, I did not know that it's yes. incredible yeah yeah it's pretty because really there's not much of a barrier to entry really I mean you have to pay the developer fee or whatever which is like some small amount I don't remember it's either like fifty dollars or a hundred dollars or you know and and then basically you have to get Apple to approve it yeah and they do have a thing actually in their like developer guidelines that's like you know that kind of makes it sound like that they don't want amateur crap you know they they're they're, (laughs) they they kind of discerning yeah they they well they claim you know like they they put that in their guidelines to try to put people off of you know submitting crap but the reality is that they can't keep that for they can't because they don't have enough manpower to literally um you know review every single thing that gets submitted you know there's oh yeah a, believe us we know all about apple not uh approving submissions oh <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> oh is that a sore spot well uh we've yeah, been working on it <laughs> oh i'm sorry yeah good luck good luck Thank um, you. I'm sure I'm we'll sure get there one day. <laughs> yeah, you will. You will. Um, yeah, yeah. I did actually now that I remember. I did. I remember looking for for your show on iTunes and yeah. Um, well, that's oh. the thing. We we want to tell people to get it. I mean, it's on Stitcher. It's on Google. Right. It's on Simplecast. We're like, hey, iTunes, could you could you oh. put the podcast? And they're like, yeah, it's totally there. It's totally not oh, there. So. Man. Of course, you know, with the I hope people know and I assume you tell people that with the RSS feed, they can put it in their podcasting app of choice anyway. Um, yes. If they, we'll have yeah, to promote okay, that a little bit more. Yeah. I don't know if everyone knows that. It, I don't know if people know that, like regular people who don't maybe listen to as many podcasts or if they, you know, so just an idea. But, um, uh, yeah, so <laughs> they they claim, um, you know, they're like, we don't, I mean, I've actually, there's a, it's, it's really funny the way they have it worded, really. They're like, you know, we have a lot of developers who develop, uh, you know, games for, and they don't want their quality games next to like amateur hour. You know, I mean, this isn't the exact wording, but it's like something like that. And it's really kind of like, you know, just bluster and because like they put that out there, but you know, they, they don't keep the crap off because they're just not able to, um, right. you know, there's just, if so they much had, of the stuff and there's just and yeah. And they, I mean, and plus even just even, even clones notwithstanding, you know, even just like, just, just crap, like just ridiculous crap. Like there's <laughs> a developer I'm friends with who I follow on Twitter who like will often, uh, he's been doing it less now, I think since he's had a baby and he's probably a little more busy, but, um, he, he will often like post these just ridiculous games. He finds that I don't even know how he does this. Like if you, I really, go and look in the depths of like the different categories or especially if you're able to look at like other countries um app stores too that can be funny um i haven't done this because i don't have the time <laughs> but, oh, me either. i look at top tens on app lists and just say this yeah. looks like my art style that i like so 
Yeah, I mean, you know, like it's hard, but but I do over the years like I have, we've complained a lot about that Apple's the way their featuring isn't great and that like there's a lot more they can do and there is a lot more they can do. But at least in their like best new games or now they have a section that's like what we're playing today, which are games that have previously been featured, but you know, now some time has passed and they're like featuring them again. Um so the you know, you I mean, there are weeks where it's like we definitely feel like there's like nothing good here or at least nothing we're interested in but like they really at least do a solid job of finding um, stuff and of surfacing things and they like I used to I used to scoff when developers would tell us this they would be like but they'd be like well Apple does a pretty good job and I'd be like come on uh, maybe for <laughs> getting there maybe not so much on the customer end yeah you know like and it's still true that there's a lot more they can do like that I'm not letting them off the hook at all but like but they do do a job <laughs> like i'm not saying it's the best job in the world they're doing a little bit doing. more than twitter it sounds like well yeah i mean they you know and this is like a google place so i'm not an android user so i'm not even familiar with what happens there um you know i i know they do featuring as well but it's like not i think it's not as effective it's as just a different storefront i feel like it's the it's about hit or miss it, it seems to me Right. I mean, it's hit or, I mean, with Apple too, like it's, you know, even the, the games that are like the best new games, it doesn't mean that every single one of those is a game that you're going to like, but they do. Yeah. But those are always, you know, polished games that are well made and, you know, they're, it may not be your genre. It may not be your art style. It may not be your, you know, whatever, but they are basically good games. Um, So, I mean, they definitely, yeah, they're not going to put something in there that's like, you know, really bad. <laughs> right or like or or just you know um a really well <laughs> i was about to say that they're not going to put something in there that's like a really stupid or basic simple concept but they do that all the time so hey, sometimes <laughs> those can be fun though i mean flappy bird took the world by storm and that no was... it's true it's true that's right that's right pretty sure and... i played that game on Newgrounds <laughs> 10 years ago <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that sometimes everyone a good shallow game once in a while is great and i've played many of them um too and enjoyed many of them so that's true yeah i'm definitely a fan of games that are shallow in their premise but they're not necessarily and i'm sure pretty much games like threes where it's not a shallow game but yeah your input's pretty shallow but it's i mean sudoku would be considered a shallow input in the same way but no one would call that a simple game no yeah those aren't i wouldn't i wouldn't class personally i wouldn't classify them as shallow games like when i think of shallow games i think of like it's got like a simple mechanic and it's like a basic like like there's like one thing you do (laughs) you know and like like i mean flappy bird technically is an example although you know those games tend to be popular like um or like color switch or like other games that tap the charts that are like that are like all those catch-up games that you know i don't have any fondness for but um, they have huge number of fans and people love them because they just I don't know they just they like those kinds of games um, I'm not cool, into cool. them but um, yeah <laughs> cool so we jumped right into it but now uh, I feel yeah, rude <laughs> I, f- I feel rude for not asking you how, how are you doing today Anna oh uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, mm, you know that's that's a, that's a good question it was my son was off school today so it was a bit of a tough day oh, <laughs> been a long day yeah. uh yes exactly and was it an uh, occasion is he all right or? uh no yeah he's fine it's um okay, cool, cool. uh which uh Hi. all the schools do off um you know it's not 
uh, I, it's funny. I've sometimes I tell people, and they're like, "So does he go to a Jewish school?" I'm like, "No," uh, but <laughs> well, so give... goes, just goes to a nice school. It sounds like. Right, yes, it is. It is absolutely a very nice school. Um, yeah, we we live. We're very lucky to live in an area with excellent excellent schools and and good resources. Um, for him because um, he's autistic um, so he goes to a special school um, at no cost to us because there's high taxes here so oh um, you said yeah. it sounds like you live in a great place in general <laughs> um well you know it has its every every place has its pluses and minuses but for sure for sure it, in the overall sense you know yes it's it's uh you know there's like hardly any crime or anything and there's you know good um good schools like i said and for a lot of people that would already be a good place to live so for sure um, sounds yeah, good <laughs> so um happy rosh hashanah then i think uh yeah sure yeah you could i, I think that's okay to say even though i, mean, I was it's gonna like ask it's new uh, year it's it's the jewish <laughs> new year so it's not like ah yeah. uh, I mean, you know, I always say well, Happy New Year. No, that that does work. That does work. Or like, um, you can tell people to have a sweet New Year, because um, it that's why like we like the apples with the honey because um, oh, yeah. we want it to be a sweet year. Um, so yeah, that's the thing. But happy is fine too. Well, um, <laughs> sorry about that. I'm still trying to learn. <laughs> no, no, it works. It works because it it is the New Year, so it's like Happy New Year. So yeah. I just kind of like to walk up to people and um. One of the things I love to do is take the non-traditional way of wishing someone a good holiday. Um, <laughs> and f- like, you know, Merry Thanksgiving, Happy oh, Christmas. I like it. I good like birthday, it. that kind of thing. So. They do say Happy Christmas, though, in other countries, as I understand. Um, I think like in the UK and possibly other places. Um, for them, that's like normal. Well, we got to spite the UK, you know. They have <laughs> better measurement systems. Yeah, you know, yeah. Better or true. worse weather, depending on what you like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My boss is true. British, and she was like, it doesn't rain enough here. <gasps> that's like, so funny. <laughs> <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, so... I was like, what? She's like, it, it rains so much more in London. I wish it rained more in New York. I was like, <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Does it rain more in Pittsburgh than in New York? Because I feel like it does. Yes, it is so hot here most of the time. Oh, it it's, it does everything more everywhere than in New York. <laughs> I can t- like my sister lives in New York, and I'm always surprised. Like I think of New York as similar to Chicago weather wise, but it's not. Um, yeah, New York's it's, pretty nice, right? It's it's better in New York. It doesn't get as cold. They don't get as much snow as we do. Because um, the city, yeah. I think it's because the city's so big. Like it just like has its own climate. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. Plus, it must be. I don't know. I have to look longitudinally where you know there there might be something there to that. But also because it's on the ocean, I think that has something to do with it. Um, Probably. Although yeah. we're on a lake that's really really big it's not quite an ocean but um, <laughs> so i i don't know i don't know it's all very confusing uh but actually dom i wanted to before i forget um i i i meant to say you know i i'm sure i said it online or whatever but now i have a chance to tell you in quasi in person uh, <laughs> that that i i <laughs> that I've always, um, you know, uh, loved so much when you wrote that piece about us, which was like back in the day. I don't know. It was not that long ago, but it was kind of a long time ago oh. uh, when you 
you wrote an article about us. And um, I think it was, yeah, it was the first time anyone had written anything about the show. It's not like there's been like tons of time since, but there've been some other times. Uh, But that was the first time anyone wrote about us. And also I was like some completely out of, you know, like not somebody we knew uh, or not like a friend of ours or not, you know, like an actual listener (laughs) (laughs) who who was in, you know, um, you guys will have this experience if you haven't already of when someone's like, who's like, I, I love your show. I listen to your show. And it's not like someone, you know, and that's always very, fun uh, oh, cool. when that yeah. happens yeah because it's like wow like this person how did they even find out the show exists you know <laughs> or like how uh and but so i was that that made us both so happy and and it was um also Aww. it's like like i've like i've put, posted that link in places where if i'm ever introducing the show and telling people about it who don't know us or something or if uh, i often will uh, post a link to your piece because you encapsulated so perfectly what we're about and oh like, thank you, you. like you got it <laughs> You got it. If you it was clear you you understand exactly what we're doing, and um and it was very well written and it was you know so I just like uh, I thank to you say so thank much. You <laughs> yeah, well, I, I appreciate you your kind words on there. It's uh, sure. Thanks, Steph. She introduced me to that whole circle oh! of writing and all that. So, well then, thanks all around. Yeah, I'm one of the editors and other writers for that site. So, ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you to both of you then. Yeah. Sure thing. Yeah, I uh, actually don't know how I found your show. Um I could try to guess. I've <laughs> um I mean, if we're being honest, and this is kind of just like a funny thing to think about like how I got to all the different hashtag games Twitter, how I got there. Um mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was watching some of those like old escapist zero punctuation videos. Depends whether you like them or not. Um, Right. But then, so I was just kind of watching those, and there was this uh, British guy down in the corner, Jim Sterling, and his videos were kind of bad at the beginning, and he Mm -hmm. admitted this. I'm like, no, I think he's going somewhere with this. I'm going to keep watching. And then they got really good after a while, so I just started Mm -hmm. following his work. He went to Destructoid, and Jonathan Holmes is there. And I'm like, this guy is hilarious. Um, So I watched, like, (laughs) Sub Holmes. very funny. Yeah, and I followed so many people from Sub Homes, like all the different developers you had on there. Uh, uh, Rami, Ishmael, Zoe sure. Quinn, uh, all kinds of different people. And Games Twitter seems so connected. And I just started listening to different people's podcasts because someone would say, this one's good. And I figured if someone I respect, that I respect someone else that respects them, likes this, <laughs> it's probably good. Sure. And you sure. guys don't disappoint respect. at all. <laughs> so... And, you know, I don't know if it was, I don't know if I got to you, to you from Spawn on me or if I got to them from you all, but yeah. Oh, great. that's so funny. That's so funny <laughs> that you can't even remember. It's all one big soup, you know, right? Well, it's, you know, when this many people are putting out quality, you don't feel bad about, you know, hearing different things. So Right, right. Oh, that's, that's very nice. <laughs> I still think it's so hilarious when you, when we were talking on Twitter and you were like, you know, that you consider... Um, us like you know like as if we're like the big dogs you know or like we're like fame like us like spawn on me you know like the game bros guys or like all the I mean I guess that's sort of true in a sense and that I guess there's like tears maybe of like but 
like but like I told you and like I guess I'm telling the listeners now like it's uh we're you know we've been doing it for like over two years but man you know it's it's not like I have an advertising budget it's not like I have you know marketing people it's not like I have anything I I have like two sticks to rub together so (laughs) it's like they're to this you know it's like people are finding the podcast all the time like there'll be somebody that will like listen to an episode you know uh like very recently i mean this happens periodically where people will be like oh i heard this episode i really like your show and i'm like oh man you know like they've missed all the episodes that came before but you can't think that way like you have to be like glad that people are there you know that so it's weird doing episodes kind of like every podcast has a different scheduling or Mm -hmm. type of thing and this one's kind of a more based on the guests, so there, it's completely possible that someone will go back and listen to. Uh, we talked to Tanya to pass as like our sure. first episode or pilot Aww. or something. <laughs> so if people wanted to hear our, like, oh, I like character reveal. Oh, they they talked to her. It's like, oh, please don't go listen to that. Aww. Hopefully, we can get her on again and have a better Aww. conversation. No, it's okay. It's okay. Don't <laughs> feel that way. Don't feel you know because everyone has those growing pains. You know, most people will tell you who've been doing a show for, you know, over 100 episodes or something like that. You'll hear most people say that, that like, you know, they're like, oh, if I listen to like the early ones, like I cringe, you know. Yeah, I guess it just feels different since, you know, if it's a current events type show, I don't care about the, no one's going to go back and listen to the beginning unless they just wanted to. It's, oh, who cares about the connect being released? (laughs) It happened. We know it's there. Um, but you know we've had a few people though tell us that like they've gone back and listened to like the entire catalog and i'm just like amazed (laughs) like i just i'm like wow like you have a lot of free time and i think (laughs) that that's cool (laughs) like like they'll say it took this one guy told he was like it took me like this many months but i listened to them all i was like oh my god (laughs) that's that's a lovely amount of commitment it shows that you're you guys don't get boring after a couple episodes, which is uh, yeah, a huge I honor. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope that's the case. And then, you know, they're still listening as far as I know. So, um, so yeah, <laughs> but it like boggles the mind. Like I, I, they're like, I, like we were friends, obviously with the Spawn on Me guys, obviously, you know, we listen to their show usually too, but like, I haven't heard all their episodes because we didn't. <laughs> so many good shows out. You can't, I can't imagine listening to all the episodes. No, the it's podcasts. impossible. <laughs> It's impossible. It's just not possible. Like, I can't even listen to any more. Like, I don't know if you guys have this problem, too. But, like, when you, like, make stuff, you have less time to consume stuff is, like, part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get stuff. <laughs> so I have a lot of, well, not so much anymore. I kind of had, like, a, as much as you can call a crisis, something that has no real impact on your life. Um, But I had a mini crisis when I just moved. Mm. And I'm. So normally it was taking me about an hour and a half to get to where I worked at. Mm-hmm. Today it took me about half an hour or 40 minutes because I oh, took nice. a purposely long way to see how long it would take me. Ha. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get as many podcasts in because I listen to them in my car. Mm, um, right, right. So now I have kind of this weird impasse where I have to figure out ways to well, listen to podcasts. You, you have that time. You have that time still somewhere, though. Like that time hasn't disappeared. Yeah, but now I'm know? like more motivated to like do editing and right. <laughs> be productive. <laughs> rather than yeah. No, so you guys in. feel me. It's hard because when you actually, you know, it's funny. It's like when you um, it, and it's like we've talked about too, like with games to like. So everyone thinks it's like not that we're getting paid to do this, but even if we were like, you know, people will scoff 
off when people who are like games reviewers or write for gaming sites will talk about how like you know it's actually it's like work to have to play games but actually that's what it is like we for sure you know like we talked about that like in our i think that was a in our hundredth episode like we answered some questions that uh listeners had or we kind of asked questions of each other and that was one of them and like I, I forget if someone asked it or what that you know and we're like yeah it is kind of work because like basically if you're doing something just recreationally for fun for yourself for no other reason you get to just do what you want but when you're <laughs> when you're trying to like do something quasi-professionally or professionally you're trying to like provide a service to people by trying out games and trying to separate the good from the bad or the best from the just okay you know like it's you have to kind of like keep trying stuff and keep playing stuff and you like have to keep that churn going so it's like yeah you still have time to play the games you really want to but it's like not a lot of time or not as much as you wish yeah, you can't you stick know? around on it too much um, right right yeah like i've had to really discipline myself to like um uh we talked about this in our last episode actually where like you know like just goes like i played this game and like i gave it five minutes and like i didn't like it <laughs> yes, you kind of have to be that discerning when you're not and i you kind of do but i like we it was the i had played the game too and i actually did like it a lot and i actually <laughs> like i i thought it was like a nine out of ten and i so i i I, I'm like Jessica you have to go back and like play it some more maybe you might still not like it that could still be your opinion in the end but sometimes <laughs> like I've learned from personally from my I don't know if you know maybe everyone's different if in five minutes you can really tell sometimes that sometimes is the case but I think that a lot of the time you have to give something more time you know um, even mobile games <laughs> no for because, sure um, I mean um, I think about a lot of different types of games and what you're trying to get out of them um, because we have this big debate over is story important or is gameplay important? And then we call right. some stuff walking simulators or casual games. And that's all fine and good if you want to just a very surface level. But right. that doesn't really get into all the different things. Um, I mean, the game from last year that was a big surprise to everyone was Undertale. And I mm -hmm. talk at length about that. But the reason I was able to play that game was because people said, no, you got to stick around. It's pretty good because if I'm being quite honest, the first... 20 minutes of that game is kind of like okay like when's this going to get interesting or fun like you're just running around the ruins and you're mm -hmm. like what am i doing here this just feels like a jrpg <laughs> but i know i don't want to kill anything so i'm not even doing that so now it's getting tedious should i run away like what should i do yeah. and it's not until you get to like the first major oomph moment that you're like oh okay now I'll play the whole rest of this game until it ends, you know? Yeah, that's a perfect example. That's probably the right time differential for, like, like mobile games. It's like you got to give it more than five minutes, you know? Something that's like a PC or console game, you've got to give it more than 20 minutes, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, you at, or, more, or more than half an hour or more, you know, yeah. So. And you yeah. look at something like uh, Grand Theft Auto, which is 60-hour game or something, and right. you're probably going to know whether or not you're going to play it within the first 10 minutes, but... Right, right. Um, how can you, I don't know if you can really review that because even in that game, the more problematic elements, they're probably not in the first 10 minutes. No, the really yeah. grander elements and awesome things aren't in the first 10 minutes. It, you boot that up, 20 minutes, it's a 5 out of 10 because what have I seen thus far? Right. Why do I care? <laughs> right. 
Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. And there are times when I like not that I do, you know, again, because we don't we're a podcast. So it's not like we do reviews on a website. We'll, we like uh, I do little like bite sized Twitter reviews. So I'll just like tweet. I, you know, I played this game and here's the link and, um, you know, I give it a score or sometimes I can't give it a score. I mean, I think the whole score thing is kind of stupid, to be honest. But I feel like it's a convention that has some use, you know, like um, because you can get an idea, especially if you I mean, basically the idea is to that I hope that people if they really care that they would follow like they can see you know if you search for the hashtag Anna reviews or if you search for the hashtag Jessica reviews you'll see you know I mean Twitter doesn't go back forever but you'll see a bunch you know mm-hmm. and you can get a good sense of that from you know you can get a good sense of like how we approach things sort of you know like and sometimes I can't give something a score because like I know this isn't a game that I'm going to be able to play or I'm not going to be able to like I can see maybe it's a good game or probably is a good game but I'm not gonna I don't think it's fair to give something a score if I really can't play it or I'm not gonna be able to play it or this is like not my genre or like usually I just don't attempt those even but you know like so I just will say what I have to say about it and I won't give it a score so um and then we don't even have the space for uh four out of ten this game's trash but you need to play because x reason (laughs) right um (laughs) which is really hard to convey with a number yeah, I haven't come across any of those yet, but <laughs> if I'm giving something a 4 out of 10, then I'm going to go ahead and say you don't play it. But that would be an interesting case if that ever happened. I guess it could, potentially. Uh, I, ha- I haven't had it happen yet. I guess it depends on how you rate it. I mean, in the sense that, again, uh, different sites gave, let's say, Bayonetta, Lollipop right. Chainsaw, Grand Theft Auto, right. lower marks because of yeah. sexism and that kind of thing, which is right. valid, don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's complex. It's complex, as I understand with Bayonetta, never having played it, of course. But as I understand, there's differing opinions. <laughs> Which is good. I think that's totally so, the point of artistic yes, critique. Yes, I think so, too. Um, I think so, too. And then you have the ability of saying, well, what about mechanically? And then everyone's like, well, we can agree that, yeah, mechanically it's a great game, but right. we're past that. <laughs> Let's look at the impact. Yeah, yeah. Whereas on mobile, it's it's interesting, though, that you have to, it's still actually like mechanics, like matter a lot, kind of. You know, and or just the fact that um, that you want something to be mechanically interesting or different or, you know, something like it kind of or or even just the, like it's so much easier on like PC or does it, you know, 50, 60 frames per second or on console, you know, whatever issues people can have there or not like do things work, you know, it's some a little bit more clear cut. Whereas like on mobile, it's like, mm, you know, like are these controls good? Are they like actually effective? Am I actually able to do what I'm supposed to do? It's like. It's a lot more difficult to gauge. I feel like. Yeah, like with a con- with a controller, it's like, how am I going to move? Ninety nine times out of a hundred, right. you move the left joystick, it's going to put you somewhere. Exactly. With a phone, you can tilt, tap, <laughs> yeah. slide, pinch. Oh my god, that's right. There's a million buttons. See, that's why we don't do that. <laughs> can't 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 deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> Steph, we cut you off like so many minutes ago. What were you gonna say? <gasps> Um, I think I was just gonna say something along the lines of I have um I I barely game period um mobile gaming is pretty much the only kind of gaming I do but yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> but I that's think still gaming it, it is still gaming <laughs> I've got a I've got incense going on <laughs> on Poke- Pokemon Go right now but um hey there you go there you go <laughs> but um I think that that it is hard to going back to your point from before. It becomes a job, 
the mm. thing doing the things you like to do and mm-hmm. I I often find myself forcing myself to like read a book or finish a movie mm-hmm. or a show that I genuinely am just disliking because I know that then it'll be an easy post to write about on the on my blog right, like right. Sure, I know I have sure. a post coming up and I know this book is doing some really <laughs> noxious things with sexism and I can just shit on it for that <laughs> like yeah it's true that's actually kind of I mean those are those kinds of things can be a lot easier to write really than you know yeah than, than anything um I I mean I guess I should uh mention that reminds me of like when I um so I've also started writing a column on uh Ramesht, uh about mobile games um that people can check out if they want I've only there's just been the two so far but I'm doing one every two weeks um so um and one of the editors there had wanted me to write something about mobile games for like the longest time I wrote a thing for them a long time ago well not that long ago but a while ago and like I've had a hard time writing well now I'm doing it every two weeks for sure (laughs) but before that I had a really um, tough time um, just being able to write anything and I found that I could when I could most reliably write something was when I was really upset um, Mm -hmm. and so I feel where you're coming from there (laughs) Um, because that can be uh, really like the most motivating thing and the easiest thing because it's it's pretty it's it's easier to do something like that than to do something more like you know analytical or like i don't know i mean yeah. things that are bad seem to be they seem to expose ourselves easier in a way mm-hmm. um rather than oh i love this thing but why it's like whoa right right sometimes it's harder to write about the things you love because you have to be objective about it you have to be mm-hmm. like man i really I, like i love this movie and here's what i love about this movie but i'm writing for an objective like i'm trying to be objective so i guess here's a shitty thing about it and here's what yeah. and you're like oh, i just want to write about something i don't like because then i don't have to worry about hurting my own feelings i think that you can write about something you love like i think that you can't really write it unobjectively ultimately if you really think about it you can't be objective if you love it you love it but i think that it's also um like you you know hopefully that shitty thing that you're putting in about it is something that's actually shitty and you're not just like making it up to like make it seem like you're unobjective or something because when you love something you love it like that's it you can't you can't erase that Um, and yeah but it's but it's like all the more important to if there is anything problematic and things that we love to point it out and then it's still okay to say that we love them though anyway like I feel like it's a thing a lot of people get hung up on that like some people and everyone has different like boundaries and whatever like they'll be like I will not do this thing or I will not consume this thing because I have such a huge problem with whatever the issue is here hey that's completely fine like that's part of the exercise you know and that's valid and other people might say yes I have a huge problem with that but I really love this thing anyway and you know like I play Hearthstone like it's the art's not great (laughs) you know (laughs) the the you know there's there's fewer female heroes i mean it's a card game so you're not like you know but nevertheless you have to stare at them a lot you know in the course of playing as yourself or playing against other people who are you know and it's like like we call um (laughs) i think it was jessica who called jaina the booby mage you know because she's got these ridiculous breasts (laughs) that are you know like impossible ridiculous breasts and i mean (laughs) at least she's a mage there's there's Magical justification, I guess. <laughs> um, sure. sure. <laughs> 
I think that justifications call big breasts look great. So I've, I've I have heard that theory once or twice before. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like that one always. The, the thing is, like, always bothers me that like people try to justify like stuff about you know making women look just ridiculously sexual or like whatever as like that this is some like artistic thing. Like, why don't you just be honest and say you like looking at boobs? Like, it's okay. You know, like I would rather people be honest. That's then, what the dead or alive people do. They're like, right. hey, guys, you want to know why we pretty much invented and refined jiggle physics? Because we love boobs. And people were like, that might be good or bad, but no one no one picks up dead or alive extreme beach volleyball and says, I wonder what the artistic message right. was here. I, I think it's absolutely horrible. However, I do respect the honesty, you know, because at least there's honesty. Yeah. At least it's there. At least it's nobody being like, you know. Well, I'm sorry. This is just my artistic, you know, approach or whatever. No, you like boobs. Like, it's okay. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's like people like boobs. We, it's a billion dollar industry. It's, I mean, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we can definitely do better at it, but there's no need yeah. to lie. Yeah. So yeah, for things we love have problems. Like I always think that you know it's okay to be honest about that, and it's also okay to if you, you know, I mean, I really would never. I would try never to give anyone my money that I think is like really objectionable or horrible. Um, but you know, if it's something that it's just like, uh, you know, you have to make a personal decision and some people will decide to consume it. Some people will decide not to. And you know, that's, I can't not play Hearthstone. So um. <laughs> I think it's different when it's, you know, <laughs> a horrible creator versus a horrible thing. Yes. Uh, um, yes, true. Although that's an int- yeah, that's an interesting question actually. It's something I feel like people talk about a lot like can you can you separate the creator from their creation or from their art? Um I personally I personally can't. Like I've never been able to. I, I yeah. I'm able to to a de- to a degree. Um It depends on what the creator did in my like if it, if they're like right. like a child rapist or something then mm, yeah. They're not gonna get. Yeah, they're not. They're not getting my money, even if they. That's made, probably a hard no. Yeah, it's a hard. Yeah, no. that's <laughs> right. Okay, so no Woody Allen movies. I mean, okay, maybe yeah. I don't know if there was rape, but there was definite. You know. Um, yeah, no yeah. Woody Allen movies for me. The theory I always go by is how much does it impact the type of work? Um, for instance. If you let's say let's go with music in like the hip hop R and B space, right, okay. Right. Um, it's pretty well documented and agreed that Chris Brown's a pretty bad guy. Like, yes. e- even if you look past the domestic abuse, he kind of, he wasn't one of those, oh no, it was that one time because he decided to just keep going. So it's, right. that's an easy one. But you look at some of his older songs that are just kind of club hits. It's like, mm-hmm. if you don't know about Chris Brown, it doesn't, you wouldn't, like his music doesn't relate to that right. versus somebody like R. Kelly, who we all can admit has some jams. They're like it's kind of sex music, like I know, yes. yo girl, I'm gonna I'm gonna holler at you kind of music. And you're like, <laughs> oh, R. Kelly definitely dated underage girls. So when he's singing about all the the nasty nasty, mm. he could be talking about a child. That's a lot harder to separate from. Yes, true, true. I mean, then and oh then, god, I never thought of it that way. Me now either, Jesus. <laughs> so now, I oh, mean, oh man. But I mean, if you watch the music videos where there's like adults everywhere, then it, right. again, it makes it easier to separate again. Sure, sure. Um, and then you have like Cisco's The Thong Song, which a man <laughs> found out he doesn't care about 
people. It's not about objectifying people. It's about objectifying the thong. The best, right. the best thing ever created. Apparently, if you look at video games. Uh, well, the thong <laughs> song is great. Let's just like not, you know, we can't, we can't, we can't say anything bad about the thong song. I'm I don't saying. know if has anyone heard a problematic thing about Cisco ever. I don't. I mean, I haven't heard anything about Cisco. Period. So I couldn't really say. <laughs> You know, you know, sometimes obscurity is good news. <laughs> right, right. I mean, we don't know. Like, it's like for me, like to me, these things are important. Like I heard um, like when this thing happened with Oculus, you know, with Palmer Lucky, you know, and uh, and there were a lot of people saying things like, oh, man, you know, like I feel bad for the people at Oculus, you know, who are affected by this, you know, and like, yes, I do feel bad for them. If they're good people, um, <laughs> I would have to personally interview every single employee of Oculus to determine which are horrible human beings and which are good people. Because I and I, I'm sure there have to be some good people. Yeah, uh, and the, the, them I feel sorry for. But I know the reality of how tech works and how startups work and how companies work. And I bet there's a lot of people that are friends of his that are his bros that are you know so th- those people i don't feel sorry for because right. if they're if they feel much the way he does or if they you know have similar views or whatever then i don't feel sorry for them at all um if there's like a secretary or some you know the, like then that's who i feel sorry for um so i'm like yes but you know i'd have to like do a thorough analysis <laughs> well it's also kind of you know when you have somebody like that, he's probably like if you go buy an Oculus today, he's probably getting some strong dividend from that. Right. Um, but let's say you take I don't know, Eminem, right? Yeah. Eminem makes music that we all can admit the guy's an amazing rapper, but probably yeah. can use his powers for better. Um, <laughs> if you go yeah. buy his record today, the way that I understand music contracts to work, yes, he'll get some good numbers from that, but he's not going to get paid from that. That's just going to go directly to Sony. Right, in a way, right. it kind of makes it easier to separate. Like, ah, oh, man, I don't really know if if I really agree with this guy, but his music kind of thing. So yeah, it's no, it's tough. It's tough for sure. Like that's a that's a tough one. Eminem's a super tough one. Very many problems, but amazing at what he does, and it's so hard, so hard. It's more depressing to me because you hear like some of the weird things he does with his words. Not like the mm-hmm. not content wise, but you know, syn- syntax wise. Right. It's like, whoa, why'd you have to? Go the misogynist route. There was another word yeah. that probably rhymed. Like, you're so good at this. Please don't be that guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's super hard. And it's like people are complex. And it's like, I mean, people do change. I don't know if Eminem has changed. But like, I mean, you know, I've uh, people often bring up John Lennon, who was abusive to his first wife, you know, and then, of course, but he wasn't with Yoko. Um, so we could maybe say he's he changed and he grew and he became a better person. So people can change. Um, too. I thought that. you said John Legend at first. <laughs> I yeah, like, no, I uh, no, he seems okay. Uh, no, John, <laughs> as yeah, John Legend know. seems pretty on the up and up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I think we can put him in the good camp. He's uh, yeah, he's very talented too. So, you know. See, <laughs> yeah, I, like, I I guess I always feel like if somebody, if I'm gonna consume something by somebody who's like a horrible person, then. Well, firstly, I have some hard nose too, for sure. But like beyond that, like they, th- it's got to be like the best shit ever. It's this, this better be like the most amazing music ever, or the most amazing whatever it is ever. Like it, it has to be the best, right? <laughs> for me to be like, okay, yeah, fine, you know, and so. And then there's the weird like kind of 
legal ways to get things that aren't necessarily funding them, such as streaming, which you're getting pennies on the penny. So yep. it's like, oh, yep. man, R. Kelly's really a gross guy, but these Spotify plays aren't really getting him any money, so fire <laughs> right. up that playlist. <laughs> um, I like the way you think. <laughs> or like watching Ender's Game on HBO or something is like, eh, yeah. he's probably not going to see too much money from that. And all those actors <laughs> do have to make a paycheck, so. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I know, it's, it's tough. It's tough. I, I still, I don't know, I try to, yeah, but it's like, it's impossible, because also, uh, we're probably consuming stuff all the time that's made by people who might be bad people. Like, we just don't know about all of them. Oh, for I instance, know, like, so. we'll use our iPhones to call and get food from a McDonald's. Right. Like, say, hey, what time are you guys open? And then you drive your non-eco-friendly vehicle to yeah. get that not-so-great <laughs> yeah, food. you got to so. draw that line somewhere, you know. It's just impossible to totally live ethically and, like, you know, consciously. Maybe if you move into the woods and, like... Oh, no, my only point was just that there's a lot of complexity. And I'm right. not going to shame anybody for saying, for putting a hard no on this, like... I won't eat at Chick-fil-A, but I, <laughs> I'm i not going to be a vegetarian, even though I'm like, it. ethically, it's probably the better thing to do. But I also really like technology, even though I know it's not mined or made ethically. I buy clothes yeah. that were probably from a sweatshop, and I don't want to, yeah. but yeah. Well, that's the reality, too, is that you can't, we can't, there's like, uh, I mean, people shop at Walmart or people buy clothes at Forever 21 or Zara or wherever, like, so you can't, you know, we can't afford, like, designer clothes, which might not be made ethically either, but, like, let's say they were, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, we, so we can't afford that or we can't afford to maybe shop somewhere else, like, that's, we have constraints on us, we all do, so it's like. It's a that's it's the wonders of globalization. It's so right. great. <laughs> okay, so as long as you're having a few uh, positive impacts, I, I can't judge anybody for not making yeah. the same concessions I do. No, absolutely not. But I can get mad at people for buying games that we all know aren't that great because that's kind <laughs> yeah. of a choice that you didn't have to make. <laughs> that that's true. That's true. And because games are also totally optional, <laughs> and the there's benefit. lots of choices. There, there's so many choices. Are there's you playing some- anything now? Uh, well, not right this moment. Well, not this um, moment. Yeah, but... <laughs> well, I'm always playing a million things, you know. It's like, gosh, I, you know, where to begin? I, uh, I guess, what was it? I could, I could talk about what I've been playing most recently. Um, yeah, how about that? It. Um, I guess, um, I've been playing, uh, Burly Men at Sea, um, which is a new game that's out. Um, it's, uh, um, it's a husband and wife team, uh, which is, I always find that cute. Um, <laughs> I, I like that. Um, and, uh, like they've made some other games before this. They have a very kind of unique visual style. Um, they like, uh, I gather, um, he does, uh, so it's David and Brooke Condolera, uh, Condolera, I'm not sure how you say their last name exactly, but I think David does, um, more, uh, programming and stuff, and she does more art and design and, and animation, and, um, it's, uh, they, they it's, it's very, very good. Um, I played it, I played a bit of it at GDC, um, last, or not last year, this, this year, still, <laughs> it was, st- <laughs> uh, oh, it's so confusing. <laughs> what year? is this um it's not a good year (laughs) yeah no it isn't no it isn't um it's okay it's almost over uh well sort of Uh, (laughs) it's coming to it's coming to a close yeah yeah maybe next year will be better i don't know i I hope so let's see how the election goes 
Yeah, oh god, oh god, yeah, I know, I know. Hey, it's... Worst comes to worst, we did get Overwatch, net positive. Uh, uh yeah. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's, just, it's, it's been a good year for media, I'd say. Not Well, not yeah, the media, it's yeah. been a garbage year for the media, but I meant right. consumable media, it's been pretty good. Yes, 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 I agree. I agree. And I mean, you know, like games, games just always just keeps getting better and better and things do progress. And like, you know, I think, um, you know, we I think we're seeing more and more people over time realize that games aren't just for like pimply faced kids in their basements, you know, <laughs> and like um, and that I mean, I used to be one of those people, frankly, I used to be one of those people who thought that games were for like either kids or for adults who like were mentally still kids. You know, because I didn't I didn't know what what was out there. You know, I didn't know independent games existed. I didn't know, you know, that mobile games existed beyond Candy Crush. I didn't know anything, Um, you know, and it's like if we can get like that's for me, that's like a big passion that I wish I could somehow devote more time to or put more effort into somehow like figuring out how to get people interested in games who aren't currently because that was me only like three years ago or something you know that is a big um, struggle that i think people are yeah. they want to figure that out i'm not sure the best way to do it i don't know i think i mean frankly i just think that like the important thing is that for people who are into games um like us uh and i'm including all of us um <laughs> so um uh, you know who are into games in any respect whether it's you know just a little bit or a lot or whatever like if you are a person that cares about games a lot then I think that it's nice if you like try to get your friends into things or your family members or your like like start them off with something that you think that they'd be able to enjoy and would like and or like if they play a game that they like find them a game that's kind of similar maybe you know or has a similar theme or a similar mechanic what do they like about it find them something that's kind of like that or you know if you know them well and you know what they might like you could be like try this you know like i would never more specific entries (laughs) yeah like i i would never i'm really lucky that like when i kind of started out playing stuff or when i you know got to know people online who were into games like that i became friends with people who were you know like open and welcoming and who were like yeah you don't have to know anything or like you don't you know there's no like barrier to entry or there's no like price of admission like you know that you were I'd like say that I like played this game and it was so hard and they'd be like oh yeah that was really hard for me too and I'd be like what you know (laughs) what do you mean you're a real gamer (laughs) I'm not um and but like that's what you know if you um hopefully make the right kinds of friends and meet the right kinds of people then then they'll they'll tell you that yeah like or you know somebody will be like well i'm not good at the genre or i'm not good at that or i'm not i'm like oh i'm also good from a different angle maybe yeah yeah like i you just don't know this kind of thing when you um first start out in something and so everyone should just be like open and welcoming to people is i think the way to get more people interested and to be like an ambassador of like like so you have a hobby whatever your hobbies are if you think they're really cool and you think they're really great if you want to get more people interested in them then you should talk to them about it you should suggest things they could try or you should you know like so that's one way we do it i feel like cartoon network and and adults run by so 
Association is actually doing a really good job of getting people into games. Um, a lot of their stuff's either on Steam or mobile. They have a lot of mobile games. And with the Adult Swim brand, it's always like, hey, you like our weird kind of stonerish humor? We got a game that's just that. Um, but beyond that, they have, you know, them and Cartoon Network are releasing games that are essentially other types of games if you want to get into quote-unquote serious games. Um, I mean, the Rick and Morty game, Pocket Mortys, it's just Pokemon, but simpler. Um, there's two Steven Universe games. One of them is just a rhythm game, essentially, that gets kind of tricky quick. And the other one is essentially Mario RPG, like that vein of games. And I loved that game. It was, it was really high quality, in my opinion. Used a lot of voice clips from the show, had the same type of idea, same kind of feeling. Do you think someone would enjoy it who has never seen Steven Universe? I think so. Um, okay. I mean, I think you'll get a lot more out of it if you know the show. Sure. sure. Um, but the the play style is pretty... I mean, I think you'll get... I mean, the plot doesn't have anything to do with anything. There's just callbacks to it, but they explain it in kind of a way that's, hey, if you've never seen this before, this will make sense in a wink-nod kind of way. Like, Steven, would you, how, how do you not know that? Um, but it comes off to the player like, we know why you don't know this. You wouldn't know this. Um, and to the seasoned viewers, it's like, oh, yeah, he's being forgetful. So it, it works for everybody, I think. Yeah, I think it's hard with things that are, like, adapted from other. So that's good to hear that that was a success, in your opinion, for someone who likes the show, I assume. Uh, oh, yeah, I, so I thought I've it never, was great. I've never seen it. I, yeah, I know it's, like, a big deal, but I, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, not my thing, I guess. Um, I'm not much of an animation person, I guess, bottom line. Um, so, yeah, so I miss out on a lot of stuff that a lot of people are into. That's fine. That's another <laughs> thing you learn. You're like, you know, a lot of people, like, like thing A, like, doesn't mean you have to like it. <laughs> that's, you know, that's Oh, yeah, cool. I completely missed the boat on, like, high fantasy like the lord of the rings and all that kind of stuff it's yeah i, I never got into that either. just not yeah. my thing i i tried to i i, I get the appeal but yeah. just or like harry potter like i fell asleep at the first movie and then i was like well maybe <laughs> this isn't for me i actually don't know if it is or isn't for me i'd have to like revisit it uh but um i mean i've, I've taken the online quiz to see like which house i'm i'm, I'm sorted into right but like i, I that's all i know which uh, house <laughs> Uh, what do you? Oh, what do you think? What do you think? Do you have a guess? Hufflepuff. No. Hey, no shame being right. a Hufflepuff. I'm not a Hufflepuff, but no, there's nothing wrong with being a Hufflepuff. So my <laughs> best friends are Hufflepuffs. I mean, everybody says that, but everybody has the same exact reaction when they hear that as a guess. <laughs> <laughs> they do gonna, really. Anyone I've ever talked to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Gryffindor is correct. Okay, um, I was going to guess Ravenclaw next. I mean, again, I don't know anything about any of the, but based on the descriptions that I read, I'm like, yeah, no, that's me exactly. They got it right. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, like, especially where it said the part that, like, people are like, so passionate and care so much, they, like, annoy others around them. I'm like, that is my life. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> I, I got sorted into Slytherin, which, I mean, they're the bad guys in the books because someone has to be, but from everything that I could understand was, they're just the smooth talkers, like the shit talkers. And yes. if that's me, that's yes. me. It's all day. Yeah, no, I, I also thought that that was like the evil one. But then I had like a, a lot of friends like posting online that like that was what they were sorted into. And I'm like, well, you're not evil at all. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I clearly there's more to it. Um, so, yeah. So don't feel bad. 
Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Snakes are cool. <laughs> they are. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm like, well, they got me right for sure. But, yeah, but I haven't read, you know, like, I don't, people are, like, all obsessed, of course, with, like, or I have friends who have been to, like, uh, the wizarding world of uh, Harry Potter, and, you know, they love it. Like, that's cool. That's, have you I'm been there, Steph? I have been there. Okay. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah that's what I hear. <laughs> Steph is our resident Harry Potter. Which... Uh, yeah. That's why you were able to figure out which which house I'm in. So yeah, easily. exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just on the like, so. periphery. I've seen most of the movies, never read the books, never tried to watch the movies. They were just on, and I think they're good background noise, you know? Not noise, <laughs> but background activity i think there's very well a chance i would like the books or like other books or you know like i mean but i just like it's like i have so little time and like i it's like i don't have the time to even figure out if if i like them or not because i i have a bridge audio (laughs) book yeah i can't i can't do it i have i have too much like it's like or like when people you know people will be like uh, have you tried this game or you tried that game and i'm like all right let me put it on my list (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know that feeling like okay maybe maybe i'll get to it this century i don't know <laughs> so i've pretty much given up trying to play new games unless it really really strikes my fancy oh I just, yeah no it's, i go deep no into point. games you know real talk yeah, though don't sure. listen to the harry potter audiobooks the well, oh okay well okay. the the uk version i think stephen fry does the audiobooks and so they're oh, good but the guy who did good. the u.s version I can't, st- he does, like, these horrible whiny voices. I can't oh, stand them. Oh, no. <laughs> my, okay, good to know. Good my to old know. babysitter used to make us listen to them in the car because she wanted to hear them. Mm. And um, I just couldn't stand. I was like, Laura, why? why? Stop, <laughs> stop this. Can't we just listen to crappy pop music on the radio? <laughs> hey, hey, watch it. Pop music's great. It is. But, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. That's, that's got to be no. affectionate, right? Crappy pop. That's, oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, affectionate. Of yeah, I I I, can, I adore I crappy right pop away. music. Yeah, who doesn't? It's so fun. <laughs> There's nothing crappy about it. Yeah. I mean, I I I do find a fondness for things that have crappy elements, like not in a problematic sense, but in a this right. wasn't done well sense. Oh, of course. Yeah, because because you're a Sonic fan, Dom. Because I'm a Sonic fan, yes. Um, <laughs> there's been some dark times, and there's a. I I want to really do like a deep dive into that franchise like the fans in the sense that this you know we affectionately do crap on it like within the fan base but so many other people are like this is dumb it's just furries it's just people that can't let go of nostalgia but i'm like (laughs) there's some reason why people are still fans of this game to a nostalgic degree um like you you go to conventions you still see people in the cosplay there's still people oh, yeah. making remixes for it i didn't know the furry angle that's fantastic i think i i don't know I how much know of it that. i you know I've, i was just theorizing this thing like there's a lot of uh not safe for work furry art of that franchise and fan ah, fiction and stuff um but i was thinking about that because oh my God, no not, not i'm gonna it. have to look it up um but I, I was i was thinking you know a lot of people say that a lot of people will do fan fiction of sexualities or genders that they don't participate in. Like a right, lot of sure. um, people will do slash fic that aren't interested in that gender because sure. it's it's safe for them. Am I am I getting that idea right? Yes. Um, <laughs> it, there, there's a variety of reasons that women who are may or may not be interested in men ship men in slash fiction, but right, that mm-hmm. is um, definitely one of them. Yeah, and I wonder if there's some degree of that with 
people that wouldn't consider themselves furries, but that sure. was some of their first like uh, romantic shipping. Like, uh, a lot of people will ship Sonic and Shadow, and I'm like, well, you don't seem to be somebody who's interested in that, or, and they're like, oh, it's just kind of a thing that, I don't know, I just wonder if there's validity to it, and I don't have the time to do the research, so, listeners, validate (laughs) my furry thesis. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it's true, because I think that would be neat. (laughs) I've I've heard a lot of things in the last like couple months that I didn't expect to hear, but I think listeners validate my furry thesis <laughs> is way up yeah. there. <laughs> that's that's a pretty good one. That's that would that would be a contender for like for us for a title for an episode. We you know because I like we um I I don't know if this is something anyone can detect who listens to the show and if they look at the episode titles but every episode title is something that was actually said by one of us or a guest on the episode so i we look for things that were you know funny or that you know somehow describe the episode or or really are just funny usually you know yeah. or, or or are like kind of enigmatic you know like well, what does that mean you know <laughs> so i think it's what i want to do with our other show but the first title that came to my mind was like white mom porn and i'm like <laughs> nah that's not going to be described that's yeah. a good one-off joke but no one's going to know what that was about oh uh, i got into a fight with someone once on facebook about mom mommy porn so that's yeah because uh, like okay people... um what do you mean mommy <laughs> porn i'm just curious it's like 50 shades well, like, of gray kind of or correct correct yeah oh okay yeah, because people okay. Porn, people refer to mommies Right, people refer to, I mean, specifically Fifty Shades of Grey, which I've never read, haven't seen the movie, but it's a cultural phenomenon, right? So, like, of course I know of it, and (laughs) um, a lot of people refer to it that way, apparently, all throughout, you know, and, and, uh, I mean, I find it hilarious, actually, like, there was, um, once I came across something that, like, made fun of how bad the writing is, and that, that was really funny. Uh, it was one of the best <laughs> things I ever read because it was just so I, I didn't realize the writing was so bad and then of course when I found out that it all started as like Twilight fanfic I'm like well this makes a little more sense now <laughs> I guess why it's so terrible I mean some people probably write really good fanfic but this person's not one of them <laughs> um, yeah. and yeah so but yeah but people refer to it a lot as mommy porn and like that's something like as a mom myself and as uh, someone who is a big proponent of the idea, or not just the idea, but the reality that moms are people. Uh, <laughs> I did like, hear that once before. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's true. It's true. Like we're actual humans with like brains and stuff, and like who are that are able to think about other stuff other than like diapers and like you know uh, strollers and you know it's amazing. Like our <laughs> brains actually don't stop working after we reproduce. It's a thing that you know a lot of people aren't aware of it seems like um and you know we still have like interests and hobbies and things you know outside of our kids or even our families or whatever sounds yeah. fake but okay uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah it's all you yeah. <laughs> right right some people would probably think so um but yeah so like generally just i don't like the i don't like any of the stuff that's like mom jeans mommy porn mom you know whatever like because basically if you think about what that means it means it's something really stupid something really uncool like frumpy something like exactly something frumpy something oh, you know, I see whatever. What you mean. and it's like so it's really insulting it's like stupid sort of in a sense because it's like not like moms are like a protected class you know but like but you know it's not like (laughs) no i don't think it has to be like it doesn't have to be uh you don't i don't think you have to be like in a 
government a, a marginalized <laughs> group to be like, right. hey, this kind of feels crappy to me, even if it's like, yeah, on the yeah. top ten list of bad things in the world, yeah, it's not there, but it's like, right, it still is right. annoying. <laughs> for sure, for sure, it's not anywhere in the probably even top whatever, li- you know, it's not, it's not there. But yeah, but it is crappy, and it's like, and I think it is something that people, like, culturally, like, anything that's associated with moms, it's like somebody who's like, not too bright, maybe, you know, is just a mom, you know, something like uh, that, like people who are, you know, so it's, it's pretty demeaning. It, it feels like, I, I don't think I felt this way, I guess, until I became a mom. I mean, I guess that's how it works, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that, you know, like, I bet I said things like that. I bet I thought things like that. I bet I would see a woman who was a mom and would like think things about her and have impressions of her and, you know, kind of stereotypical things that were probably untrue and unfair. And, and, you know, but when, when you actually become a thing yourself, you realize that you're still the person you were. Right. That makes sense. Now this other thing also. um, So yeah, you have, of course you change a lot, but, but you're still you also. And, um, and yeah, so it's like, so I, yeah, I had somebody actually, I think like, you know, unfriended me or I, you know, I don't, I don't really want to talk about it, but, um, but yeah, but they, because I like started a fight on their Facebook page allegedly, which, you know, I didn't even do. All I said was that I thought that it was not really cool to call it mommy porn because, of the reason you know of all the stuff i just said and um and i like uh, like that was the first thing i wrote for ramesh before i started writing my column i wrote this uh uh like thing called the problem with or the trouble with candy crush moms or something because there was an article i read that referred to candy crush moms i mean there's even a website like candycrushmoms.com i think you know like so okay (laughs) that's like a thing you know okay but i didn't like the way this person was using it in the article and i explained why and then i like you know it was it was kind of part of a larger thing you know and um so yeah like i i think sometimes people use that like they slot in mom like to mean uncool person <laughs> what's well, a that is an interesting well i mean I, we definitely are doing that um i think it's odd because when someone says something would call it mommy porn i wouldn't picture somebody who you, you said you know you're between 30 and 39 i'm not going to guess because why would i there's no point to do that <laughs> but when i think that of is some, the correct range <laughs> <laughs> but when i think of something that would be like mom jeans or dad jeans which is the one place where we seem to have gender equality is that you don't want to have mom or dad jeans, but whatever. <laughs> right. it's, I don't picture somebody in their 30s or even their 40s. I'm picturing like somebody in their later 50s, which I, I just, whatever I, I would think, think of. I a think mom. you're alone in that. The, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe you're not alone in that, but like. I mean, I'm just thinking of know. my mom. I, I think yeah, that's I think why. that's. I also think of my mom when I think of that, hmm. but I also, like, I definitely see where you're coming from, though. That's it's like, it's, it's yeah. still a valid point, yeah. See, it's interesting you say that because, so, like, maybe you're thinking, oh, well, it's safe to say that about my mom or somebody in their 50s or in their 60s, but, like, I am becoming acutely aware, like, as I age, of the fact that, um, I, that, that like, you don't, you, you change as a person as you get older, sure, in certain ways, but, like, your essence, your kind of, like, who you are, like, doesn't change, and you, you know, you get older on the outside, but you are still the person you are on the inside, and it's like, people look at you a certain way when you're 40, 50, 60, 70, etc., but, like, 
you, you might like I, I don't know. I can't see into the future, but I don't see myself if I if I live to see like 70 or 80 or whatever, like I, I'm still going to be the person I am. I will have had additional experiences and et cetera. And, you know, but like I'm still going to be the person I am. But on the outside, I will look just like an old lady to someone, you know, and like that yeah, kind of like ter- terrifies me. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said that I'm definitely gonna, still going to be cosplaying when I'm, like, an ancient woman. Yeah, exactly. Like... <laughs> See, that's like that. Yeah, it's like your life's not over yet and and it's like and and i think people um just tend to like forget that sometimes or you you know it's like i i'm i think the only reason i'm realizing it is like as as you get older you're like oh wait like i'm like i'm at that age where like people who are like 25 are like really young to me (laughs) (laughs) like that that's like young i'm like oh you're yeah, you're oh. like you. You are. <laughs> well, we. Have, I mean, I had a. We we have baby experiences every time we go to freaking conventions, and sure, you know, I won't sure. even. I won't even start a conversation with somebody more than I like your costume, unless I see them physically <laughs> buy alcohol and show someone an ID. Even then, <laughs> right, I'm like, right. you might not actually be 21, and yeah. not saying that you have like ulterior motives of talking to people. Like normally, if I'm saying nice cosplay, it's really because. I like your cosplay. It's better than mine because Steph didn't make this one. Uh, <laughs> but like you know, you don't want to you don't want to creep on people. You don't want people no, to have no, a bad experience just because you were misinterpreting something. But I was like, yeah. hey, that person looks probably to be our age. I'm gonna go ask them a question, and they're like, I'm 14. You're like, whoa. Aww. And then you see like 14 year olds. <laughs> you're like, that person's a 14 year old, and they're like, I'm 39. And you're like, that's impossible. You can't. There's no way. You can be a day right. older than sixteen. They're like, nah, nah. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I hope I hope that happens to me when I'm thirty nine. But you know, I don't I don't think so. I, don't I mean, it's so. completely possible. I talked to. No, I was at the mall the other day and. They- <laughs> well, teenagers, they should call people ma'am or sir if they're I above twenty two. So. Whatever they were obnoxious anyway, but like <laughs> I, I was like, well, I mean, I'm with my son too, you know. So it's like if I guess if you know, it, it's it's obvious I'm not like you know 20 years old. Although someone can have a son when they're 20 years old, um, who's as old as mine potentially. Um, yeah. They would have, you know. But... I'll take your word for it. <laughs> the weirdest thing to me about I mean, like 26 isn't old, but the weirdest thing to me is that like people who are my age, it's reasonable for them to get married because they're like not for a shotgun reason you know like it's still like two two of my best friends are married now and it's like what Mm -hmm. on earth is happening yeah Yeah. wait till they start having kids it's yeah that's also that's the other that's like i'm like that's a reasonable next step like y'all are old enough like having kids not by accident and that's very strange right 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 yeah oh god yeah you guys are babies yeah because <laughs> uh, it, it, it's fun it's definitely a change of pace uh yeah it's it's like but that's the thing that's like i hope i mean probably everyone will experience this as they get older so maybe they won't forget it but like i am so aware of that now that like when i 
you know, if I'm looking at people who are much older than me or people who are even, you know, like senior citizens, I'm like, I just look at them differently than I used to when I was younger, you know? Oh, for sure. I I used to think uh, 22-year-olds were so cool and so smart when I was a little kid. (laughs) And now I walk into a bar, I'm like, what is wrong with you people? What are you... Right. Why are you drinking a Jaeger bomb? (laughs) You don't need to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, well, you know, that's... that's We've all... We all have to... We all have to go through that. We all had to... We all had to Um, learn somehow. Yeah. You know, it's it's okay. It's okay. There, you know, it's... um, But yeah, that's like... I think that's the thing people don't realize. It's like somebody's like... That's like still a person, see? (laughs) It's not like... (laughs) It's not like they like cease to be a person after they hit a certain age or something, you know. So. Yeah. You don't just turn I, into I hope I hope you do keep cosplaying when you're eighty. That would rock. Yeah, I'll just start cosplay. Well, it, it'll be a toss up whether I am a stubborn asshole and refuse to cosplay as like only old lady <laughs> characters, or if Aww. I'm just like, hell yeah, I'm the time is now, and like yeah. start like pulling out like way. old Katara yeah. and like Kaede from Yasha and like every crazy old lady character. You could go either way. Yeah. Either, either one would work. <laughs> I, won't yeah. pigeon- I won't pigeonhole my my 60 years from now self. There you go. There, go. there you go. It's a good oh, way to go. And not to add to your list of things that people recommend to you, but if you <laughs> want to read something that is about um, a mom who is a complete badass and who does not lose her personality after becoming a mom, you should read the saga comic. Oh, okay. Um, okay. It's, it, I'll add it to the list. <laughs> yeah, just toss it on the list. I recommend it to everybody because it's fantastic. I think Don. Just... Oh, that's so cool. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, like that's that's neat. Like we've, I we've, we've talked about how in games there's not, you know, I mean, okay, mobile is like a separate thing. Whatever. I'm not necessarily expecting it in mobile, maybe, but although that would be cool. Uh, but like that, there's not like a lot of time people talk about that now. How there's a lot of, um, you know, as as uh, develop game developers are getting older themselves, there's a lot of stories about like fathers. There's a lot of things where like fathers and their daughters or other sons or whatever or fathers but not as many stories about mothers um and that would be cool if there were more yeah yeah they just added a mom to overwatch well an actual mom not the oh my god all the moms um <laughs> an actual character's mother and she's a badass is and is oh, that's arguably cool. what cool. yes arguably one of the best characters in the game oh and um, she's like genuinely old too she's not like oh she's 35 so she's old like yeah, she's not like the rest of people. No, like, she's not like oh. new Aunt May. She's like 60, 70, like Oh yeah, gray I think hair, I've wrinkles. seen I've seen pictures. I've seen pictures. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. She's also Anna, so, you know, Anna That's Anna. right. Yeah, yeah. Mhm. That's right. So clearly named after me, you know. <laughs> Although I'm 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 still in the less old demographic. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm just going to, you know. <laughs> hey, as long as you get real good with a sniper rifle, I think it could count. <laughs> yeah, no, that's never going to happen. <laughs> not with that attitude. No. <laughs> no, well, that's true. That's true. It's funny. It's like, cause people do sometimes will like be like, you know, like they like our show, but they'll be like, well, I think that if you tried like Team Fortress 2, we're like, let me stop you right there. <laughs> like... I appreciate what you're saying and I know that it comes from a good place or whatever and you're just trying to be nice and you think and it's part of like what I was saying earlier like when you like things and you want to share them with other people and that's cool but like we just don't have that maybe if we didn't do the show I don't know maybe if we had like tons of extra time I, I'm not oh, sure oh Anna I wasn't suggesting you got good with like a virtual sniper rifle I meant no, like a I legitimate know, one I know. <laughs> oh a real one okay well I don't want to go to jail so well, I, I mean like a, a like a shooting range like a 
a legal place, you know. Oh, okay, okay, true. true not, not the sixty dollar option, the more, way more expensive and taxing one. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. With all my with all my extra funds, I'll do that. Yeah. There you go. Uh, you know. <laughs> you can kickstart it. There's there's been worse kickstarters. <laughs> Like when that guy made potato salad or Mighty Number no. Nine, you know we've all thrown money away before. <laughs> Zing. Oh, hey. Burn. Hey, the Homestuck Kickstarter was a thing, and they still haven't put that game out. Oh man! So. Yeah, well, An unreleased you know, game is never bad. It's you have to release a game for it to be bad. So there's still right. time. Hey. True. Well, you know, get game Kickstarters are, you know, I consider that to be like a, you know, buyer beware uh, type situation. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, everyone's been burned by them or whatever. And it's like, well, that's the reality. So I don't think anyone should necessarily unless people like took the money and bought hookers and coke. You know, I, I don't think that <laughs> um, that which I think happened somewhere or something there was some kind of a story <laughs> like the, like yeah. i i didn't just pull that out of thin air something <laughs> of that nature happened i don't remember if it was a kickstarter or not but there was some kind of situation where a developer and his other people found out that yeah anyway um so, i think you yeah. get into a weird situation once you like exceed your your goals by so much you're like well we could waste some of this my next stretch yeah, well, goal is a new car for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I, uh, yeah, hopefully no one's doing that. But, like, that's, you know, the, the, it has its perils, and everyone should just be aware of that. And I feel like people are, you know, they blame, like, I'm, I'm very much a fan of blaming the consumer. Hey, as long as I get the product I was promised, the level of quality is the gamble. Um. Right. Or, like, I mean, okay, sometimes you don't get the product, though, like, but they, they do tell you those risks. So Right. That's a, uh, I've been pretty lucky with the Kickstarters I've backed. Just luck. It's all luck. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, personally, I, I rarely, almost never, like, so I'm very selective, so I'm not just going to give money to whoever, because I don't have a lot of money, first of all, number yeah. one. <laughs> so I don't really like flinging it around, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I can't, if I had a lot, I would just give some to everybody. Sure. You know, make your game. That's cool. But yeah, all the things I've backed on Kickstarter were either people I already were familiar with like mega ran or were projects right. like card games like hey the card game's done i just need the money to print it or right, right. this game i'm backing has the composers from steven universe so it's like even if this game doesn't get made which i'm i think it will i i feel like i could trust the, the yeah dev. those are the best or like when people had there was a local developer here in the chicago area who did a successful kickstarter recently like he had basically made like most of the game already like he just needed a bit more to finish it and to like do some additional stuff and so like he didn't have some ridiculous amount that he was raising and you know what game was that um sausage sports club oh okay it's, uh, yeah it's really funny like i'll probably never play it because it's because it's it's like a um uh party game like it's a so it's uh i guess there's i don't know if there's co-op stuff but there's uh basically it's it's like it sounds they're like these funny sausages and you play various sports with them and you so you can play against um i don't know if you can play against more than one person or i yeah there's probably there's probably you can play with more than one um so it's um yeah it's really it, it's hilarious like if you see videos of it it's just so funny yeah, um, so look at it then. <laughs> yeah it's uh and, um chris way the developer is a good guy so like you know that's something you can check out if you it, it seems like really fun to play with other people like i saw i've seen videos like he he like he posted at one point there was one that there was a video that people made where they're speaking russian and he's like i wish i knew what they were saying i'm like okay here i'll help you out and so I watched, the, it was like a 15 minute video. So I watched them playing the game and I'm like, this looks like so much fun. I'll never play it, but it looks super fun. Wait, do you um, speak Russian? 
Uh, yeah, I was born in, in Kiev in the former Soviet Union. Now it's Ukraine, but at the time it was all part of the USSR. Uh, oh, so, yeah, cool. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, that's what it is. I came, yeah, I came here when I was like almost nine. So, um, so yeah, so I spent a, you know, chunk of time there. Um, so yeah, so I, I don't, um, I can't speak or read writers. I definitely probably can almost not write at all. Writing the hardest. <laughs> Um, I, I could still read, I could still speak, but like, it's, um, you know, speaking, speaking like goes last. Like that's, you know, if you're going to forget a language, like writing will go first, you know, yeah. unless you're doing it a lot. Um, okay. then, then reading, that. then speaking, cause speaking is the most natural and obvious thing that you might still do. That makes extent, sense. And, or even if you don't do it much, like it just, I don't know, that's just how it works with languages. So <laughs> cool. Cool. So, yeah. Hey, well, there's a, oh man, you know, it's getting kind of late and there's so many things that we could have went. So we'll have to have you on again sometime. Uh, sure, just to, sure. I'm up for it. I'm up yeah, for it. Yeah. Cause, uh, you know, you talked a little bit about your kids and, um, you know, I obviously don't want to invade anything that's too personal, but I think there's some really good things that you touched on, um, with them and obviously, uh, any kind of cool Russian things would be fine to talk about. But, uh, you know, yeah, there's... that could be a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. I mean, that's what we do. We, we reveal the characters. Uh, yeah. and sometimes characters are real people. We need a tagline that's catchy like that. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. That's that's not bad. You you got something cooking there. Like, you just work with it a bit more. You'll figure something out. We're, we're cooking it out. We're, yeah, we're, there you go. We're chef Um <laughs> <laughs> But I yeah, like it. thanks for thanks for coming on the show, Anna. Sure, we we sure, hope no you problem. had a good time chatting with us. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm a chatter. I, I like chatting with people. So. <laughs> <laughs> I guess is why I have a podcast as well. So, uh, do you have any parting questions for us or anything like that? Oh no, not really. I don't think so. This was fun, guys. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, Steph, thanks do you have anything you. else you want to bring up? Um, no, I think I'm good. I, I didn't have to reveal the uh, the ridiculous one thing that I have ever kickstarted, so I'm going to keep, <laughs> keep that in the bag. Okay, well, now you have to. Now you have to. <laughs> oh, that, that, we got to save that for the uh, the return episode. Oh, <laughs> oh all right. I, I, I mean, I, 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 can, I, can, I can shame myself if... <laughs> Go for it. Why, why, is it. why is it shameful? For, for the, why is it shameful? It's, well, no, I must it, it's, not, it's not shameful unless... I want to, unless I I personally feel shamed by it, but I, mm. I kickstarted a um, collection of fan made, um, it was fan art and comics uh, and fan stories from um, of the Will Hannibal ship from the NBC TV show Hannibal. Oh, which <laughs> that's was act- not that embarrassing. And it was actually um, supported among others by the uh, the showrunner the himself oh he, he cool. was pretty hype about it so he has his copy of his uh cannibal tv show erotica oh. and i do too so <laughs> so i mean that makes that, that's actually far less shameful if the if the showrunner's like oh no this is this is dope i mean that's not shameful in the least i'm sorry you <laughs> failed to come up with something shameful so you're gonna have to back something shameful next time we speak yeah so. i'll have I'll have to, yeah. I, mostly I okay. bought, partly I bought it because, like, I shipped it, but partly I bought it because I wanted in in 70 years or 80 years when I'm when I'm dead and no longer cosplaying old women, I wanted <laughs> my potential, like, grandchildren and great-grandchildren to be like, 
oh god, what do we do with grandma's collection of cannibal erotica? <laughs> hopefully. Her fan cool. comics. <laughs> hopefully, they'll have like to say this. third in the pile with all the other erotica. <laughs> Back fingers, more erotica. Fingers crossed. Oh, so. this is this is a good future. You're yeah, right? <laughs> I like it. I like Hello it. Hello future vision. Alrighty, so now, let's, there we go. <laughs> More porn for, for, for the lovelies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> More porn for everybody, I mean. Exactly. More porn for everybody who legally yeah. should be able to have it. All yes, the porn. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the problem with porn is that's why we can't expand the reveal empire because it all sounds like dirty porn. Um, mm. Yeah. Total yeah, reveal, universal reveal. It's all like, no, nah, that sounds like someone's getting naked. Which yeah, you know, yeah. if if we get there, we get there. That but... might be more lucrative. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, f- give, make us a Patreon so we can reveal uh, something sexy stuff. Um, <laughs> but if we're not talking about porn and that kind of thing, and we're talking about you, Anna. Where could the listeners find you if they want to hear more about Unconsolable, your writing, sure. or just see your general words? Uh, well, uh, you can find me, so you can find uh, our podcast, Unconsolable, at, um, you can find it in two places. You can find it on our own website, which we had, um, you know, like before we were um, picked up by ESN, which is a podcasting network. Um, so you can find us at unconsolable.com. And like I said before, it's, you know, un, then the word console, then the word able, but just all put together. Uh, so you can find it there or also um, at esn.fm slash unconsolable. Um, you can find a consolable on Twitter at unconsolable as well um you can find me on twitter um at anna tarkov um and you can find my column uh twice a month on uh rameshed.com um, um you could search for casually yours which is what we've decided to call it or i think i came up with that and my editor was like okay cool um <laughs> <laughs> so uh so they'll all be you know so it'll be easier in a site search also to find them because you can search for casually yours and i think it'll probably just bring them all up whereas of now there's just two but there'll be one every two weeks so eventually there'll be many more um and i think that's everything cool yeah. cool yeah we'll definitely have that in the show notes so people can find you more easily and all that it's it- if they sure. say maybe they missed it or didn't type fast enough, it'll be mm-hmm. in the notes on however you found this show. Uh, Steph, do you want to get this stuff? Do you want me to get it? How should we handle this. this last part? I got okay. this. I have, I have all the faith in you. I'm going to say, I've got a little more practice than you in this, so... <laughs> Let it shine. Let it shine, exactly. So you can find Dom, if you want to find him, on pretty much anywhere on the internet at Brother Dom. Um, includes the tweets, the tumbles, um various other social media you can find me on tumblr at the snow queer you can find me on twitter at captain steph you can find this podcast on twitter at character rev so it's character rev so there'll be two r's in the middle there no underscores no punctuation um you can also follow our podcast um via google play via stitcher um you can type character reveal into facebook and find us there um, you can just go to our Simplecast page at characterreveal.simplecast.fm, or you can copy-paste our RSS feed into your iTunes account to <laughs> subscribe to us via iTunes until we figure out what in the hell is going on at Apple headquarters. Um, 
If you find out, <laughs> let me know. Yeah, I'll, I'll, once we get the uh, get the deets, we will spread them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you want to spread wanna, the deets, <laughs> if you want to read um, opinions Dom and I have about various and sundry geeky things, you can read our intersectional feminist opinions about them at Lady Geek Girl and Friends blog, and that is LadyGeekGirl.wordpress.com. It's really great. Go check it out. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah, they only cover the finest podcasts. that's true true. 100% great content no filler even the filler Mm -hmm. is so filling that it doesn't feel like filler (laughs) you know the oreo filling it's not filler that's that's pure content double stuff mega stuff (laughs) pure content and that's what lady geek or our friends is 100% pure content (laughs) you know what it's (laughs) There's some good <laughs> options for titles in this mm-hmm. little end part, so I'll have to pull one of those and pure you know, content. We spread the deets with Anna, so <laughs> <laughs> that's thanks, thanks that's again, great. guys. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on, and um, we'll have to chat with you again next time. We can uh, we can have a debate about why calling some games casual versus hardcore is probably a bad thing. We can, <laughs> we can. So cool. Anything else before we get going? <laughs> awesome hey well you lovely listeners we hope you had fun we had a ton of fun come back next week uh you'll be hearing this and there's also make sure to check out geekly reveal it's our weekly show where we reveal mark? news stuff that's not a news show it'll be great but until next time lovelies see you later bye bye